Welcome, Orphans. To the podcast for people with dead parents. Or parents that are dead to them. The, the Parish, Parish Parent, Parent Posse. Posse. With your co-hosts, Sydney. And Brandon. Hello, everybody. Hey. Welcome back to the Parish Parent Posse. Um, I'm one of your two hosts, Brandon. I'm Sydney. Um, so Sydney, let me ask you a question. Yes. If you had to quantify how much a day in your life was worth, how much would you quantify that as? Oh. Like what kind of like, are we talking like a, just a like an, money money? Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot. <laughs> well, is this like how I, how much I think it should be worth or how much like it's worth? What is it? Is it significantly different? I mean, I feel like maybe like if I were to buy one day of your time, how much would I have to spend? Oh, maybe not. Maybe I'm cheap. I'd take like a hundred bucks. Sydney, a hundred? Maybe. What? For 24 hours? Yeah. What are you wanting from me? That's what? $2.40? Wait. Yeah. 24 hours divided by a (laughs) hundred means each hour. No, that's not the right math. (laughs) What? A hundred divided by 24. Yeah. So $4 an hour-ish? Are we stupid? Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that would make sense. Four dollars an hour ish. Four twenty-five. Not even. Maybe. What did I say? A hundred. Yeah, four sixteen. Four sixteen. That's how much I made uh, when I was hourly when I was a hostess. And you think you still are worth that much money? <laughs> okay, so. Then the follow-up question is, how many would you trade in right now? So I said, okay, I'll trade you days of your life for $100. How many are you trading in? Um, shoot. Uh, I'd maybe give you like a week. Oh, so you only want $700. Well, I just... And we're shaving off a week of your life at the end. Oh, wait, this is just, is this like a survival thing? This is just, I get to expend my, my life for money. Yeah. Oh, shoot. No, you can have years. (laughs) (laughs) I misunderstood the question. (laughs) I thought you were wanting me to like. Hang out with someone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I understand. I understand why you would. Yeah. No, you could have multiple years. Okay, how many? Um, how old am I? I'm 26. I'd give you 10. Okay, so that's saying if you are the average human, you're willing to live till 65, 64? Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty convinced I'm going to die at 50 anyway with a brain tumor. So, so let's, let's say 365 times 100. Is thirty six thousand five hundred? I was like, "Why did you look at me like that?" That you're kind of cheap. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I am. What does that say about me? I don't know. What does that say about you? Mm-hmm. Oh damn it! Oh sh- oh shoot! <laughs> What's happening? Three hundred six. I was trying to pull up a calculator in it, like. Open Candy Crush on my computer. <laughs> Close. I'm s- 10. So 10 years of your life is worth $365,000. That's crazy. Is that right? We said. That's oh. 365 times 100 times 10. How much did you say? 365 
times 100. Wait, I didn't know. I didn't hear the total you said that it was worth. Times 10. $365,000. Oh, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. What are you going to do with your $365,000? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Probably just hold on to it. You're in the office. I am. Yeah, I moved. No, I remember. Serious. Is that a TV behind you? Yeah, the oldest TV uh, known to man. It's so. It's like the size of a piece of paper. It's tiny. It was in my bedroom growing up when I was like small, and I just have it. Did you play video games on that? <laughs> oh yeah, when I was when I was younger, yeah, I would sit right like, in front of it. What like, is this little dot moving across the yeah, screen? I really would. I played Zelda on that TV, and I sat up real close. I'm like I, I can't even see the pixels. No. <laughs> Yeah, I was just, I was trying to find things. Oh, by the way, everyone, we don't have a guest this week um, because we had some scheduling silliness. Um, so it's going to be playoffs. just me instead. And I was trying to find things that we could like talk about. And so I went to like a philosophical questions website. And that was one of the questions that I was like, that's kind of interesting to think about. I liked that one. Quantifying your life yeah. in money. And then how much yeah. it would cost and how many she would give away for, it's not for free, how much you would give away to acquire money. Yeah. That was a fun question. I think I would be like, with our salary, we give away a day of our lives for like 250 bucks. Yeah. I'd probably go like 300. No, I no guess that doesn't make sense. If I'm giving away <laughs> eight hours for 250. Oh. Eight, yeah. $750 a day, period. <laughs> Expensive. I love the confidence. <sighs> I was just I'm throwing myself away. <laughs> That's, yeah, $100 a day? <laughs> That's like a really cheap hooker. Well, I, okay, but I, I also... Say hooker. Sex worker? There we go. Yep. I also thought, though, when I came up with the number, I thought it was, like, for me to come, like, you know... Do Just whatever you wanted me to do for a day. A hundred dollars to do whatever I want. You are a cheap sex worker. <laughs> uh, um, I have a question. Go ahead. What's your favorite Pokemon? Okay. So it's like kind of hard, but like not too hard. I, I've always really liked Bulbasaur because yeah. I'm a staller when I play games. So I need it to be leech seed status affected. Mm -hmm. And then I just want to run the time down with some synthesis with the healing from leech seed. I don't want to have to worry about being super strong. I just want to like slowly it out. take away your, your life. Oh <laughs> I just want to suck the life out of you slowly. Like, Ideal moveset, if you could have unlimited moves, would be Leech Seed, Poison Powder, Synthesis, Ooh. and like, oh, Iron Defense. The one that doubles your, oh. your defense. Just yeah. lock down the defense. Let's status affect them, and we'll just ride it out. I don't even need a physical attack. I don't need an attack. We have opposite, opposite styles, I think. I'm very like glass cannony with my my Pokemon. I think you're glass cannony with your life. Oh, <laughs> I think that kind of fits. Um, that fits your me. Style, yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. I don't think that's hilarious. I'm trying to think if there's like a secondary. I, you know what? I who I accidentally accidentally under underline that part Ooh. really like who is Muck. Oh. I think I might have told you the story before. Yeah, we've, but not on pod, I don't think. So you need to tell it on pod. So when I was a kid and I played Leaf Green, Fire Red, Fire Red, it wasn't Leaf Green, Leaf, Fire Red, or Blue, one of the first ones, I had a muck that was like stupid strong. And like maybe I'm just self reflecting wrong and it wasn't really that strong. But as a child, I <laughs> thought it was strong, which is probably the case. But he was one of my favorites, and he would just knock everybody out. Yeah. So maybe he's one of my favorites, too. 
That is so funny to me. Who are your favorites? As like, like an adult, like later in life, my favorites, I think were just like rotating regularly. Like I always had a different favorite. Like Munchan. Yeah, sure. Get it? Cause no. it rotates. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was, yep. Um, him on top, him on top. That was yes. the, that's that the was the one. We I ruined yep. it. You ruined it. Such a fake fan. As an adult, I love Marowak. Okay. Love Marowak. The ghosty one or the normal uh, one? I, both. Like, I love the Alola version, but I also love just regular Marowak. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, I avoided Marowak because the Cubone, like, origin story made me sad. Kayla really likes Cubone because I she's a love glutton Cubone. for pain. Yes, but I like avoided it because it made me sad when I was younger. Uh, but when I was younger, my favorite was always Growlithe. Growlithe is so cute. I love Growlithe. I just hate fire Pokemon. Oh, I love I get, fire Pokemon. Everybody attack me. I understand. I yeah. understand. But I hate fire Pokemon. Love fire Pokemon. They don't ever really do it for me. That was like fire red was really the only the only uh game out of like the originals kind of growing up um that I didn't get a fire starter because I wanted Growlithe. That's crazy. Yeah, cuz that's Never how much w- I like Growlithe. I can't even think of a game where I had a fire pokemon in my party. Oh, always have a fire pokemon. Always. I think in theory I would want a Vulpix. I also I feel like in the early games, they were like late game Pokemon. Yeah. I remember having a Charmander at one point, but like, mm, this wasn't my speed, man. Yeah, you just you wanted get, to. Because it was so hard in the beginning of the game to have a fire Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a lot easier to have a grass, for sure. Stupid easier. Almost every yeah. generation. Because there's always a rock or ground in the first, like, first couple gems. Yep. Did you were you like a Digimon kid ever or like a Yu-Gi-Oh? Were you any other like yeah. little Japanese a, show kid? Yeah, yeah. I was into Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh too when I was younger. I don't remember like, a lot about them. Were you like into them or you like watched them? Uh I mean I watched them. I played some of the Digimon games. I wasn't like into them, into them. Like, I don't even really remember them. There was one, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, um... DS game that I played a lot. All of those games, like, the D- especially the Yu-Gi-Oh! and Digimon games from back in the day, were just generic. Yeah. Random, stupid games. Yeah. And they were so fun. Yeah. And they were never... You could never beat them. No. Especially as a child. No. But, but you would still dedicate 20 hours a day to playing them. Definitely. And make yep. no progress. Nope. <laughs> um, I, I thought about being a Digimon kid, but I just never, it, I, I still don't understand the evolution. And like, I don't understand how that all works. Cause you can like, the evolution is weird. It's not yeah. like linear. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. I don't remember that much about Digimon and I never really tried to get into it as I was like older, but I, was, like, I do remember some weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh was just like super cool. Yeah. It was a cooler thing to be into other than Pokemon. Yeah. 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 Boy. For sure. So uh, Sydney. Yes. If one day you suddenly became king or queen um, and you ruled over a country, but everybody in your country was gay and had to only be in relationships with someone of the same gender. What would be the first thing that you did as queen? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I want more background info on like what's already established. What am I getting into? Nothing is established. Only thing that's established is you have to be in a same sex relationship. I don't know. I would probably. That feels so specific. I don't know if I would really do anything different. In terms of, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't I know. I would just like, uh, lead. I think and, I would uh, just like do my best. <laughs> yeah, do do my best and try to make sure people like had food to eat and could like 
live somewhere safe and you know got it we know you're a socialist god yeah. calm down well you know and then i think i would ban flannel first off oh my god <laughs> second off i would ban clacker fans you know the ones that are like Crack! oh okay and those clacker fans mm-hmm. um and I would limit the playing of Ariana Grande and um, Lady Gaga to one hour a day. You could not, think, could not play it more than one hour a day. I think I would just be at a lot of drag shows all the time. Period. Yeah. Which, like, you went to your first one. I know. That was really How fun. Exciting. <laughs> it was, like, a weird one. I know, and I want to go to more. It was fun. LOL. Yeah. Um, to, one day when I don't have softball or volleyball, we need to go to yeah. brunch. Oh yes, I do want to do that for sure. Um, okay, I have, I have something for you. It is a hypothetical situation. Okay. If your best friend killed somebody and you knew about it, would you turn them in? It would depend on the reason they killed them. Okay. Um. What are acceptable? Reasons um, and what, what are, or if it's easy, which are, yeah, what's, or what would you turn them in for? Um, I would turn them in if it was like malicious, like purposefully malicious. Mm-hmm. Um, if I thought the other person was like innocent of something, mm-hmm. but like if their boyfriend like tried to kill them mm-hmm. and they killed their boyfriend. And we're like, I can't tell the police. I'd be like, let's fucking put him in acid. It's fine. <laughs> I um, I don't know. It'd be it's very situational. Yeah, I'm pretty loyal. Yeah, to like people that are loyal to me. Yeah, I was surprised that you said it depended because I read that question and I was like, I'm bringing the shovels. Where are the hacksaws? We're no. gonna go feed them to the pigs. I let's need, go. If my friend has to be a good person. If they aren't well, a good person, yeah. You know, like your best friend's like, hey, Sydney, I just slaughtered a child because I wanted yeah, to see what their bones look like. You'd be yeah, like, that... grab the shovel. Yeah. No, maybe not. That's a different story. <laughs> but, uh, yikes. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I like that we had different, very different methods. You were like, it's fine. Put him in acid. And I was like, feed him to the bigs. You know what I always think about? Did you say bigs? <laughs> uh, did I? I don't, it just didn't feel right in my ear. And whenever you listen back to this, let Eeps. me know. Um, but there's, um, have you ever heard of the movie Paris is Burning? No. So it's a gay movie set in the eighties, I believe mm-hmm. that follows like the ballroom scene. And so have you seen Pose or, um, legendary either of those two shows? No. So the ball scene is a predominantly per- people of color, gay event, LGBT event, I guess, because there's trans people and other people that attend God, where you be inclusive. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> um, predominantly person of color, LGBTQI event where you oh. are trying to show off your ability to meet these criteria. So there's stuff like um, fem realness. So you would present as um, to be someone who was assigned male at birth would present as a female and try to have the most real looking woman. Um, and they have other categories like military schoolboy, Angie, um, Butch Queen first time in drag. Like, you go, you'd show off yourself, and you get awards, and they'd score you, whatever. Well, there's a character, character, there's a person, this is a real human, mm-hmm. in um, the show, and her name's Dorian, and her last name is, I forget, and I'm going to look it up while I'm on the phone with you. On the because phone. Because I feel like <laughs> one is a fictional character and that's Dorian Gray. And so she is Dorian Corey. Okay. So after she died and they were cleaning out her apartment, they found a 
I think it was like a leather bag um, with a man inside of it in her closet. I I know about this. Yeah. Okay. And so she was in this documentary. This was on, this was on Morbid. I think morbid. Yeah. This. yeah sure I remember I was that's like Dorian cool. Dorian Gray. I was like, that's I know that name. Oh my God. Okay. Continue. Well, Dorian Gray is a fictional character. Well, that Dorian, whatever the other one is Dorian Corey, because Corey. I always get the name mixed up. Yeah. And, it was the um, Dorian that I was like, for sure. Like that sounds so familiar. And, um, they did a, um, homage to it in season two of pose. I think where they had a, a, uh, drag queen accidentally kill someone and then have to get rid of the body by putting him in a bag and yep. soaking an acid and all that. Covering it up. Yeah. So when I think of like killing someone, that's my first reference. Cause I think it's so it's like a, a terrible way to kill someone or like get rid yeah. of the body. That's like, funny that that's cause I think a lot of people, whenever they think about uh, getting rid of a body and using acid, I think they think of breaking bad. Oh yeah. I've only seen a couple episodes of breaking bad. Sorry, everybody. Um, <sighs> Ryan's going to yell at you. Well, tell Ryan to watch Paris is Burning, and then we can yell at me. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll learn about white culture if he learns about gay culture. Um, yeah, that was like a whole thing in Breaking Bad. They needed to get rid of a body, and so Walter sends Jesse to go get these very specific supplies and to use this acid to disintegrate the body. It has to be in a certain type of plastic tub because that's the only thing it won't disintegrate, and Jesse couldn't find that tub, and he was just like, fuck it. The bathtub is good enough. And then so it like ate through the bathtub and like fell through because it was second story. And then like body acid stuff fell through. And it was like a whole thing. Uh, that's terrible. Yes. Yeah. Why would you do it on the second floor? That doesn't make any sense. I guess it was the only thing they had access to probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the only bathroom that had a bathtub, I guess. I don't really remember. That was a long time ago for me. Um, what is like. Another cult classic TV show that everybody raves about that you're you don't watch or don't aren't into. Oh, my example would be like The Office. I've like oh, seen I, The Office, but I'm not like. I love The Office. Dunder Michelin Paper Factory, <laughs> haha. <laughs> I love The Office. It's funny. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Did you watch Sex in the City? Yes. I love Sex in the City. You need oh, to watch Sex in the City. I haven't seen Sex in the City. Watch it. It's so good. I'm trying to think of what uh, what other TV shows are like cult classic TV shows yeah, that everybody me watches. Too. I'm like, I don't know, like, I don't know if like Shit's Creek would be necessarily considered like cult classic, but it is one that's like super popular that I've never seen. It's pretty good. I didn't yeah. finish it. I just really like the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, Catherine O'Hara. Man, I'm just saying these names with so much confidence. You really are. Like, I would believe you. You're like, I don't Google know it. if this is right. Catherine, oh my God. I'm oh, so look smart. At you. Catherine O'Hara. Wow. wow. I feel so good about myself. <laughs> Such a down day. Now I feel so much better. Oh. Um. um. So I have a um, a philosophical question okay. that like it's similar to the one I asked about the ruling country one, but Ugh. give me whatever. I'm, there's three parts, so we're gonna. We're oh gonna God! Okay. Up. Oh my God! So the first part. Um, um. Okay. If there were to be a utopia in the world today, what would it look like for you, in your mind? That is tough. But also not really. I think it would just look like like equality and just like peace. Okay. <laughs> and then how do you think it would function? I don't know. I think it would function fine. No, I mean like <laughs> is it dictatorship? Is it no, like communism? Um, is it a socialist nation? Do we have money? Do we not even use money? Maybe we don't use money. Maybe we so go how back. do we acquire goods? Maybe we go back to a simpler time. Trading? Yep. Well, you know the oldest profession. Sex work. 
I was like, how long can we stare at each other before, he's, <laughs> before he says it? <laughs> it's a it's a service for the goods, you know. You get the goods for a service, and you get some cash or some exchange of things. And I think that's how yeah, it should yeah. be. It works out. I think if you want something in life, you should fuck for it. Yeah. There you go. I support you. Um, do you think that your utopia could actually exist? No. Why? Because there will never not be conflict in any kind of community. Okay. So let me, let me, um, let me change the scenario. Okay. You become friends with Elon Musk. Okay. <laughs> and he says, Sydney, I really want to put you on this uh, spaceship. I really think it'd be a cool experience for you. It's just going to be up there for like 24 hours. Everything he needs up there, whatever, whatever. You go off into your spaceship. He's like, bye. As you go up, uh, Russia drops nukes, but he messes up and nukes the whole world. And there's only 100 people left in the world. And you come back down. Somehow you safely land. And they're like, wow, you, you were, you've been to space. You are our queen. And you're starting the world over completely with 100 people. What are your first steps? What are you doing? I'm probably trying to figure out what the hell happened because I'm probably really confused. And they're like, we don't know. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I guess let's establish some kind of, <laughs> what is that? What is that? There's a name for that. There's a name for that. Whenever uh, people get put into that like kind of scenario where they're starting over, they just like naturally establish. Um, what is that called? That is called something. There is a term for that. They like naturally establish like a social order and like start doing things together somehow in some kind of way. I know there's a name for that. And I don't know what it is. College. You remember was a long that plane ago. that crashed in the mountains and they end up having to eat each other? No. Oh. Well, it was on. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's. Oh. I listened to this podcast and the podcast is called uh, Ron, Ron Mangos. And she had an episode yeah. about a plane that crashed and a decent number of people survived. I think it was a soccer team maybe was on the plane uh-huh. and like they were trying to survive on a side of a mountain and some of them ended up having to eat each other to survive. Wait, 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 wait. I know you've heard it before. It's just yeah. deep in the, Deep in the, yep. the trenches of your mind. It's in there. And like them trying to like figure out how to survive on the side of a mountain with like the supplies that, of a plane. Is that what Yellow Jackets is based off of? What is Yellow Jackets? It is a TV show of that. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> it's a, a soccer team. A high school soccer team. Yeah. Oh, and they plane. Oh, well, whatever. It's a high school soccer team. The plane crashes in the woods. And but it, there's like a lot of other stuff. There's like some weird supernatural stuff going on too. Is that stuff new? Gets, stuff gets weird. Yeah, I told you about it. Well, and you ignored me. No, uh, but it's that's also what you're it's, to do with little sisters. You just like uh, listen to them and go, uh-huh. uh huh. Love you, Kayla. Uh, uh, no, but it's also on like a. It was on. It's on a streaming service that I don't think you use. So when I told you about it, you were immediately like, oh well. Oh, uh, you don't think I have access? No, like you told me you did it and you're like, you, oh, well, you just think I don't have me. access to things. I'm going to come through this laptop and fight you. Mm-hmm. Also, I just found a uh, euro on my desk. Oh. A European ghost is haunting you. I guess, tip. I guess so. Well, they must like something I'm doing. Period. Yeah. Uh. I have uh, an advice question. Okay. Uh, from r slash advice from user Quiet Donkey thirty nine fifty eight. Quiet Donkey. Quiet Donkey. Um, my sister gets drunk every night and then texts or calls me trying to pick fights. I try my <laughs> best to ignore her, but she keeps pushing buttons. How do you shut down an angry drunk quickly? You hang up the phone. Yeah, you block your sister, I think, and maybe try to get her into some rehab. 
I don't think you can control someone like that, especially no, over the phone. Yeah, you definitely can't. Um, I don't have a good way to like mitigate that, resolve that, because it's like that. Just sounds like your sister's crappy. Yeah, I think if it, I was in the situation, um, at in the moment when they started like blowing up my phone, I'd probably just block her for that night. Till she I definitely answer if I thought I like it was something reasonable. Yeah, but it's like if it's a daily thing and I just she's just gonna berate you, like, nah, we're not doing this. Like, okay, fuck off, sis. Yeah, like okay, we're uh-huh. done. And I would ignore. Yeah. Um, oh, and then also, also maybe like talk to her about um, her drinking because it sounds like it's kind of a problem. You know, people when they're drinking, man, people get real crazy about that stuff. Yeah, they do, man. They really, really do. Um, I'm gonna do my dump his ass okay. now. Um, and then, um. We can do that new segment that we talked about. Oh, is that, that's what you just sent in the thing? Yeah. I found that one earlier and I thought it would be cute for us to do. Okay. That's exciting. Um, so my dump is ass is, um, from relationship advice. User's name is excellent stretch 26. There's some dashes in there, but it doesn't matter. (sighs) And the title is my boyfriend keeps giving advice when I just want someone to listen. I seven oh I almost said seventy three. I (laughs) female this F threw me off. I'm dyslexic. (laughs) I female twenty three live in a joint family, and sometimes it gets so overwhelming because I feel like I keep a lot of it in, and I have no one to talk to. The tension started when I lied and went to California with my friends and said it was a school trip. I didn't party or anything. I just wanted to travel and see more of the world and other. In other families, I don't think traveling with friends would be a big deal, but in mine, it was, so I lied. My parents, um, my cousins told my parents, and it was a whole shit show where I had to confess. Since I've been high ever since, I'll be honest, I didn't read this before I picked it. I just picked it rough space on the title, so I'm going to stop right there. Um, (laughs) Because I'm, uh, this is very long, and she's not really getting to the point. Um, The TLDR is, she did something stupid. When lied to her family, got yep. in big trouble. Yep. She went to go talk to her boyfriend, and the boyfriend was like trying to give her advice and like wouldn't let her just vent. Yeah. What is your opinion on that? And have you ever had to experience something like that before? Um, I definitely have, I think, experienced that before. Um, I typically try to, uh, when somebody brings something to me, I've just started asking, like, hey, do you what do you want- need? <laughs> yeah, like you like you want to talk about this for sure, but before you before we start, do you want me to like try to help you work through this and give you like advice or input or whatever? Or do you just want me to listen? Like, what is it that you're wanting right now? Um, and that um gets rid of a lot of that. Cause I definitely like I will get if I just want to vent about something and then someone just comes at me with like just like the most logical like solution for the problem. I'm just like. I don't I don't care about that. I know there's an easy solution, but I still want to vent about it because I'm upset or whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah. Ask or tell them also. I'll, oh, yeah, I will. I'll do the same thing when I when I'm the one contacting like my friends or whatever i'll be like hey i really just want to vent about this or i'll be like hey i want i want you to actually uh try to work through this with me and whatnot i think it's hard like because your loved ones want to like problem solve for you and like want the best for you yeah sometimes their like initial response is like too strong yeah and like ethan's done that with me before where i've been like just shut up. Yes. Please just let me tell you what's going on. Yeah. I do not need a solution. Mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed at the moment as it is. I need to just yep. get it out. And then later you're like, okay, let's talk about a solution now. Yeah. Or 
Actually, usually at times it's like, well, I vented on to the next thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, And it's kind of hard because it's like, it's, it's hard to be like, Hey, I know that you are trying to help me and I know that you have the best intention, but I really just want this right now instead. I'm sorry. Cause I've, I've done that before and I've had people get real offended by it. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, and without reading the nuances of the story, just based on the little bit that we talked about, I don't think this is like a total dump his ass. I think this is a communication issue. Yeah, for sure. But we're yeah, also I, talking about someone who's 23. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't uh, vote dump on this one, but I would. And it maybe try to say, maybe establish that in your relationship if that you think that would be helpful. Be like, hey, when I come to you with a problem, I'm going to let you know beforehand if I want you to just listen to me or if I want you to provide feedback and vice versa. And then see if that helps. And then if it doesn't and you just hate this person, then dump them. Uh-huh. Yep. Just like that. Simple. Okay. What you got? Okay, so mine is kind of long. And I tried to, like, read through it to see if I could summarize it. But um, this user really just... She it seemed like it was pretty much all necessary information, so I'm just going to read it. Hey, before um, you start, I have a question. Yeah. As a seasoned cat owner, how do you deal with all this freaking hair? Um, I don't know. I'm just used to you, it. You just where deal is, with it. Where is the hair? Where is the hair in particular that's bothering you at this moment? Um, on the top of my mic. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm just because of the way the sun's coming in. I can just see every single hair. And I'm like, how did this many cat hairs end up on a mic? Yeah, I would just do like a try to gather it all up and like we'll yeah, do an no, ASMR just... section later Ooh. We just mess with our mics does Billy really shed that much um it's like hit or miss sometimes he's like super sheddy and sometimes it's whatever hmm. I don't know I don't know what the average is to like compare uh, I guess I guess that's true I don't usually feel like my things are covered in hair it's just like the floor mm. that gets covered in cat hair not like my stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, go um, ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, that's okay. Uh, so this is from r slash relationship advice, and it's from user. Can you play me some disco? The title is my 26 female husband, 29 male crossed boundaries during his bachelor party and lied about it for seven months. Okay. Apologies in advance for the wall of text. My husband and I got married in June 2021 after having been together for four years, living together for three. When it was time to plan our bachelor and bachelorette parties, he decided on Vegas and I decided on Austin. We discussed boundaries for our parties and I expressed that I did not feel comfortable with him going to strip clubs as a way of celebrating our upcoming marriage. He agreed that he wouldn't go, but in the same breath, he stated that he wasn't in control of any of the planning and he wasn't paying for anything, so it would be up to his friends. I was obviously disappointed that he couldn't fully accept this boundary and just tell his friends that strip clubs were a no-go. He didn't even try to make me feel better about the situation. He just told me that I was crazy to think he would do anything to hurt him on this trip. During this trip, he barely communicated with me more than a few texts here and there. Then one of the days he went radio silent for about 24 hours. Turns out all the guys left their phones in the hotel room. I'd imagine so that nothing was documented. When he got home from his trip, he was noticeably off. We talked about his trip, which he had literally zero photos of. He was pretty reluctant to share any information about what they did or if they even had fun. I saw one of the guys from the group post a picture in a hat that said, she said no strippers. When I saw this, I asked if they went to the strip clubs the night that they all decided to leave their phones behind. He blew up on me saying he told me that he would never do that to me. And why can't I just believe him? He told me to drop it and said that he can't imagine what our married life would look like if we continued to fight like this. I will say up until this point, I was on his side. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. And it goes on. So I dropped it. We got married. 
but it continued to bother me. It's not so much about the strip clubs at this point, but more about the fact that he would continue to lie to me, and even through our wedding and the months following. I admittedly started multiple arguments by questioning what really happened. One night he threatened to divorce me if I ever brought it up again and he actually left the house. Finally, back in December, he was super drunk and he finally admitted that they did go to strip clubs and he lied because he didn't want me to leave him over it. During his seventh month lie, my child... Oh, oh God, I didn't read this part. During his seven month lie, my childhood dog died. I had my... Oh my God! Oh shit! Oh God! Uh, I had my second miscarriage and my grandpa died. Poor bitch. <laughs> Are we laughing at this so much? Okay. Welcome to the parish parent posse, guys. Uh, okay. I find myself sitting here thinking, why would he continue to lie and hurt me when I'm already go th- going through the hardest time in my life? Since then, I found it incredibly difficult to trust him but i also find myself losing interest completely especially when it comes to sex we barely have sex anymore which is a huge problem to him when we do there's just no love it's just mechanical oh yikes it's like this lie completely destroyed my libido and my sexual attraction for my husband how do i move on from this deception any advice is much appreciated i don't know if we're gonna have the same opinion on this one Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Okay. Here's the tea, honeybee. That's his bachelor party with his friends. I understand you don't want him to do stripper stuff. And it is not kind of him to have followed through with that. And he probably should have set a better boundary. But... You have let this one-time stripper strip club attendance lead to you having a like a life meltdown, and then saying that he made everything so much worse because your dog died and your grandpa died and you had a miscarriage. He didn't do any of that. You're frustrated about other things, and you're like compounding it onto him going to a strip club. Mama, he jerks off to other women. Oh, All the time. I, it's the truth. It is. No man in the world does not look at porn. It, I don't care how much he loves his wife. And that does not make him less faithful. It just is what it is. And I. There are parts of that where I am on her side and I'm like, yeah, that was kind of shitty. But there are other parts where I'm like. You are catastrophizing this whole situation. Like, and if you didn't have good vibes, why'd you marry him? Yeah. And now you're like months later, like (laughs) the sex is bad and his mechanic and my dog died. (laughs) Mama, chill out. That that killed me. The childhood dog killed me. It's like you're blaming that on him? Like, because seven months ago, he went and looked at some titties? Oh, no, man. Oh, no. I think he did some wrong, but I think she's just being extra AF. Yeah. So, okay. So, here's kind of my thing, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think if... Why did the conversation end... With him agreeing to the boundary and then at the same time completely, um, like, negating it. And why did it just stop there? Well. That conversation needed to continue because they either needed to reach some kind of middle ground. You know what I'm saying? Or else, like, because if, if they would have just kept talking about it, maybe you talk about, okay, well, why? what is it specifically that you really don't feel comfortable with me going to this for? Maybe you. But that's equivalent to him being like, hey, I know you're going to Fredericksburg for your bachelorette party, but I can't have you be drinking wine. Yeah. What the hell are you going to do in Fredericksburg other than drink wine? But I mean, but. It's Vegas. <sighs> yeah, but I don't. I don't. I, it's not that I agree necessarily with the boundary set, but if that's a hard boundary for you. And your fiance can't honor it, then I don't think you should have married him. Okay. T. And 
So there's a lot of, there's like a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of back and forth here, right? Um, I think the way that he handled it and that when she like initially confronted him was really shitty because he immediately freaked out on her. And but we also do not have his side of the story. No, but so I, I think that is really shitty. But I also think the way that she handled it from that point on was also really shitty. But I just don't. At the same Her time. story feels too inflammatory towards him. I think it wasn't the first time they had that conversation. I think she was oh, being really not. annoying about it. At the same time, I, I understand that feeling when you know something and you like have it and then you watch this person who's supposed to be your person just straight up lie to your face and that feeling makes me crazy it literally turns me into a psychopath because i'm like i know this and you're not gonna sit here and you're not gonna try to convince me that i am crazy and i don't know what i know because i know it i know it so that she also didn't know it but it's pretty obvious yeah it is obvious a picture that says she said no strippers with like a a prop that says she said no strippers. Obviously, that's what happened. But I at that point, I, I don't know. I would have been like, okay, this is obviously the thing. First of all, why are you lying to my face about it? Second of all, why don't you just tell me? Because you're having an adult conversation. Did she say that? No. Right. That's I what guess we that's, don't know. That's my point. No, I don't think she did. I think yeah. she just freaked out. So I, both I think. Wrong. Yeah, I agree. I don't think this is a dump his ass. I think you both goodbye. I think this yeah, is a maybe mutual this relationship. Wasn't yep, meant to not be. It. Yeah. I think she this needs is a someone mutual. that she can control goodbye. every second. And he needs someone who's going to let him kind of have some freedom. Well, I think sh- she needs to work on the trust. I don't uh, think she needs to work on the trust. She, he fucked her trust over. Well, he, yeah, but, but that affects your, your long, like she's not going to, now she's not going to trust anybody. So she's got to work got on the trust. It. Yeah. Like that's, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta mend that. I also and think that she needs to work on her. Like your husband's never going to be your knight in shining armor. Yeah. Like, and maybe, maybe he needs to advocate more for himself and what his wants are. Straight people are stupid. That's the yeah, end of the we, sentence. Period. Bingo. We are. I'm done. We're Drop big dumb. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Yep. Uh, See you next time. Congrats. Just kidding. Yeah, I think that's a mutual dump. Or they at both least need like run away from each other. Relationship therapy. I don't know if there's she's being she's I, she's done. Yeah, if she can't. When you start blaming moisture anymore. When, when, oh, and when you start like blaming outside deaths on your partner, I think that's the end. I was like, like, I cannot believe that she just said that her grandpa I died. Don't. And him I, going to see a stripper seven months ago really just made it so much worse. That's obviously oh my God, look at this phone call. I'm just kidding. Can you see it? Why? Oh, why is there? So- Ew, I don't like that. It's suspicious. I'm scared. I'm scared. My, I'm meant to die. No. I kind of want to answer it, but I feel like it's like spam. answer it. <gasps> answer it on pod. Put it on speaker. Put it next to the microphone. Oh, I, it already went through. Damn it. What if they were like, hi, Brandon, we're trying to collect on a debt. And I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> well, then I would have just deleted it and it would have never happened. Oh, truth. You stupid idiot. Um, uh, I am a stupid idiot. Okay. Anyways, mutual dump. Okay, explain so, to me what we're doing. So this is a segment that I'm I'm stealing it from... Um, what was the name of that podcast? It's with Nicole Byer. Um, let me look it up real quick. Well, Nicole Byer has a podcast with Sashir Zameda um, and his best friends with Nicole and Sashir. And they do a segment where they take a BuzzFeed quiz together and then they compare the answers and talk about it on the pod. So I sent a quiz over to Sydney. um, And this is a callback to last week's episode where we talked about anime a lot. And the name of the quiz is Plan a Perfect Vacay, and I'll give you one of my husbandos for the weekend. Um, so I think what we're going to do is we'll just alternate reading the question and the answers, and then we'll just 
together take it on our own computers and then compare the results at the end. Okay. Um, so I'll go first. Let me let me open. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. One moment. Yeah. But so you're gonna we're gonna alternate reading, but I'm still gonna put in my own answer, right? Yeah. Okay, great. I'm ready. Okay. So first question is, um, why do you need this vacation in the first place? And the options are to get a break from school or work, to get away from people in general, to make memories. I just want a vacation, exclamation point, to clear my mind and to feel somewhat human again. I know my answer. Okay. What are you picking? To feel somewhat human again. <laughs> I think I wanted to clear my mind. That's a good answer. Okay. Next question is. Oh, well, the typo in the next question. Oh, and so one sad. of the options. Uh, okay, the question is, darling, your place of choice to visit. And the options are Florida, New York, California, Venice. Do I have to pick a one place? And Greece. Oh. We both went, oh. I think I'm picking Greece. I think I'm picking Venice. I think we're picking them for very similar reasons. <laughs> They're just like pretty and yes. not busy hopefully yeah. yeah exactly okay let's talk hotels um something old school or classic like an rv but um it's all about the city skylines it's about the view um accommodations question mark i don't care as long as it's expensive and seclusion is the key to peace 100 percent seclusion is the key to peace Oh, without kind of a doubt in my mind seclusion and a view but i guess if yeah. it's busy it's not really good i'm gonna do seclusion as the key to peace too yeah you can get view with seclusion you know yeah yeah okay oh this, this is gonna be hard which room do you want to wake up slash sleep in i don't know how i'm gonna i feel so like you, you would be like you want me to describe at, these yeah you would be a lot better at describing i think <laughs> Um, so option one, oh God, stop scrolling. Option one, it's still scrolling. Oh no. <laughs> I think my keypad is like messing up. Um, option one is like pretty modern bedroom, lots of windows, yeah, beige very colors, yeah. very like classically clean place. Um, option two is like very... LED light, moody, dark, um, more like private-ish. Um, option three, kind of artistic, clean lines, simple. Minimal. Minimal, plain color scheme. Yeah. The third looks like a cabin in the woods. Um, one of those like small cabins where you have like yep. a giant window that looks directly into the woods. Option five is like a nice hotel room with like, like cool sheet. tones. Yeah. Somewhere where like you could get this hotel somewhere in Houston, but yeah. you'd have to pay a good bit of money for it. Yeah. And then finally, it's a more modern black and white bedroom. Lots of texture. These all kind of look the same, honestly. Yeah. Mine is... um another easy it's the cabin with the giant open bro same yeah 100 percent that cabin for sure i kind of like the led looking room but yeah i i need a couple windows yeah but i don't cabin. want too many that i feel like i'm like exposed so like if i'm like in the middle of the woods i don't mind being exposed because like who's looking at me a bear slender man the oh. moth man oh. um when i was in sasquatch uh, when I was in South Africa, one of the places we stayed in, the shower was outside and it was just like open to the like wilderness. So you just like showered outside facing the wilderness. That's scary. What if so a wilderness was like, came and like nibbled on you? So I was like looking at zebras while I showered. <gasps> I don't know cool. if I'd like that. It was very cool. It was a little weird at first, but then it was like, okay, cool. Um, what is a must have when traveling? Your phone photos stupid money living in the moment food and music this is kind of a weird question 
kind of hard because like what's a must have like money is kind of a necessity but uh i think i'm gonna go with living in the moment i think i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with food oh yeah food's important uh okay oh i'm so dumb so this next question is your anime of choice and I'm dumb because one of the animes on this list is absolutely one of my favorites. That should have been part of my top. Yep. I yeah. know which one it is, too. Uh, so anyway, your anime of choice. Naruto, Death Note, Demon Slayer. Uh, but, my Hero uh, what, Academia. Yes, My Hero Academia. I was trying to remember what the... What the I what don't remember. <laughs> what it stood for. Uh, my Hero Academia, The Disastrous Life of Psyche K. Is that how you say that? And Hunter mm-hmm. Hunter. Um, mine, mine sure. is death. Yeah, mine is Death Note for sure. I do like my hero, but this it's gets slow sometimes. Mm. Um, bestie, pick a color: purple, tan, red, pink, gold, or black. Like my soul. The black, like my soul, is really tempting, but purple is my favorite color. So I'm gonna go gold. We're gonna go with that. Seems regal. Okay, pick some food. I know you're hungry. Uh, greasy. Pasta, classic sandwich, seafood, just snacks, please, and anything from a grill. Oh, this is hard. I would say based on these images, I would go with seafood, even though I'm not a seafood person. Hmm. It just looks like the most appeasing to me visually. I'm stuck between pasta and anything from a grill because I love anything that is grilled. But I'm going to go with pasta. Yeah, you're kind of a pasta gal. I am a pasta gal. Um, You can't eat without a drink. Plus, I know you're thirsty. Your options are water, iced slash sweet tea, soda slash pop, alcohol slash energy drinks, club soda, or anything carbonated. Why is alcohol grouped with energy drinks? Because a child made this. (laughs) Um, I'm going to do sweet tea. I'm going to go with club soda. Do you want to read yours first? You want me to read mine first? You can read yours first. Um, so I got Psyche K. Okay. Which I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, he's a gentleman with green glasses and pink hair. Um, he reads your mind and play in the vacation of your dreams. It's filled with a first class fight, flight, awesome food, and the best attractions in town. Which like could be kind of nice, but like I don't know this gentleman. You have a lot more of like a description with yours. I also don't know mine because I don't, I haven't seen this one, but I got, um, I don't even know if that's how to pronounce his name. Is it Debbie? Dobby? Dobby? Yeah. Uh, Dobby? Blue hair with the Dobby stitches. Is like, yeah, it's the stitches. Uh, it says he's, he's going to take you, he's going to take you to a car show where they illegally sell cars and then take you out to a dinner late at night. Yeah. I mean, I could be into that. He's like kind of a little alt guy. Yeah. I've seen like a bunch of stuff like about him of like people like, you know, like hardcore uh, like, fangirling over him. But I haven't seen. I don't I know don't him like know that. What this person, Psyche K Happy. is. Is it like a new I don't one? Either. I don't know what Psyche K is. The Disastrous Life of Psyche K. There's two seasons. It came out in 2016. Um, I'll have to check it out since my Hespondo's on there. Oh. It seems, oh, it's on Netflix, maybe. Hmm, okay. That's well, that exciting. was fun. That, that was, was like fun. a cute little thing. Those questions were actually kind of fun to answer. I didn't even do that again. I'm not, I didn't hate that. Yeah, I didn't hate that either. You ready for shitty litty shout outs? Yes, except before I forget, Bryce texted me actually right before we started recording and told me to tell you that he loves you even more now because of your Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Um, shout out. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Bryce did ask a question on my Instagram poll, oh. um, which like, if you're listening to this, just ask us a question. Yeah. I'll answer Instagram, Twitter, email, direct message. Um, but Bryce wants to know, um, space or ocean, which is scarier? Ocean. Ocean. Million percent. In space, if, you, if you're if you out there, you die immediately. Yep. There's not yep. even like a, oh no, I'm 
drifting. You also like, have to like open the door. You're dead. Try really hard to get to space, and like the ocean, you can just fall in, Tea. and you're done. Don't know how far down you're gonna go. Goodbye. Don't know what's in there. Sharks, crazy monsters. I don't know yep. the kraken. Nope. Don't like it. Um, so definitely ocean. Good had, question though. Uh, two other things people wanted us to talk about. Oh. Um, one was when they could be on the pod. I messaged them directly, and they're gonna they're on the schedule tentatively. I love that. And then finally, the third one was quantum mechanics. Um, Gabriel asked that we talk about that. Fuck you, Gabriel. Uh, literally, fuck you. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it uh, it's it's gone. Nice. So those are the three questions we got today. I probably should try to post them earlier. Yeah, Brandon. God. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. You do a great job. I'm really proud of you. Thanks. Are you gonna start the shitty lady shout out? Um, you can. Oh shit. Or I can if you're not ready. I have mine written down. I can. I can go. Um, my shitty this week uh, is <laughs> significantly different from my shitty last week, and um, my shitty was really just like I was squatting this morning, and I had to I had to cut my workout short because my hips were pinchy and they were hurting, and that was lame because I was really excited to get in like a good. A good workout. Um, so that's my shitty. Uh, my Liddy, I am not going to go too much into detail yet, but I have had some really exciting opportunities present themselves um, in my life, and I am exploring those, and I'm very excited about them. Um, so that is my Liddy. My shout out actually is going to go to. Uh, Marisol. Marisol is, she is a director of lab services with the hospital <laughs> that I work for. <laughs> well, I almost said it and I was like, ah, I shouldn't do that. And we uh, formed a relationship during the Rona times and because I, I worked with her in lab stuff and, and yada yada. Anyways, we have stayed in touch ever since and she's become a friend of mine and she is just really awesome and she has been helping me uh, kind of through these opportunities that are presenting themselves and whatnot. So I'm going to shout out, shout her out because she's great. Heck yeah. Yeah. Hi, Marisol. Marisol. Um, we also call her mom. Hello. Yep. I need to call my mom. I was going to hang out with her this week in the evenings, but like with the games that popped up and having to yeah. move the podcast recording date and. We're just so busy. Literally. <laughs> so my shitty is like, I'm like pretty burnt out. Like I, I just have, I'm over it and I'm very excited for the summer and I'm very excited to kind of try to restart how I'm feeling and how things are going. Um, my Liddy is that I played with my sewing machine last night. And I am enjoying the process. I made, I tried to make a little cinch bag out of an old t-shirt and it turned out okay. (laughs) And then I, then I made another bag out of a different shirt that turned out better. Oh, there you go. Um, Improvements. And then I fixed a pair of pants today. Oh, exciting. Um, the crotch had um, come undone and I had been wearing them at this point for years with a hole in the crotch, just because I loved them that much. Hell yeah. And then I finally sewed them and then I tried to fix something else in the pants. And I think I messed up the pants worse than they were before, oh. Oh. but the crotch okay. is sufficiently fixed. <laughs> That's <laughs> the great. The other thing I tried to fix maybe is way worse than it was. Oh, but I have a seam ripper, so if I try oh, it on and it doesn't okay. work out, I can just rip the seams out and try again. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that, and I think it's yeah. going to be fun. I have a lot of work to do to um, get better, Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm, it's like a cool hobby. Yeah. Um, and it, it, like, you know those hobbies that, like, turn your brain off? It's That's like, yeah. That's how I feel. Brain like off. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that a lot. 
Um, and then shout out to my friend Lee, um, who has kind of helped foster the hobby of sewing. Yeah. Because he, over a pandemic, like got pretty good at sewing and like made a duffel bag and stuff. Like, oh my gosh. He got pretty good. Wow. And it like kind of made me want to do it. And I kind of went back and forth. And then after Miss LSVA, I was kind of like, do it. The struggle of finding big women clothes. Yeah. If I could just make like a four way stretch dress. Yeah. And then just wear moo's on top and do reveals for each performance. Yes. That would be uh, easy. And I can yeah, do that. Sure. So yeah, I'm excited to like work on that. I'm excited to have Lee kind of help me a little bit. And yeah. um that's that on that. Oh, yay. Why do you think you can leave Parmesan cheese out of the fridge and it doesn't go bad? Is it because it's so dry? Uh, can you leave Parmesan cheese out of the like, fridge and it like not this go bad? Kind of, like oh. the shaky Parmesan cheese? So I don't think you have oh, refrigerated, it, do you? No, you don't. Not that one. I don't know. That stuff, that's like, like, uh. Is it fake? Yeah, probably. What are the ingredients? It says its first ingredient is Parmesan cheese. Mm. It's got to be like the dryness. Sorry for Uh-oh. being really random, guys. It's just something that came Uh-oh. to my brain. Why is that? Where are you? Where are you sitting? I'm sitting at the kitchen table. Oh, you had pizza before we started. I, pizza. I was like, why do you just have this this thing of Parmesan cheese in arm's reach right now while we're recording for the podcast? Okay. Well, usually I record in the office. Okay. Well, to, also, also to be fair, I had a euro. So mm. yep. that was Billy's first name when we got him. Euro? Yeah. Oh. But Felix's we called him Gyro. Name... Oh. <laughs> Felix's name was Nigel when I adopted him. Oh my God. Why did you yeah. change it? <laughs> I don't know. I was like 16, so I didn't think it was. Oh. I think it was cool. I think it was cute. Now, and now I think it's cute, but Felix is also cute. But I usually record in the office. Ethan has D&D on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Got it. He's doing D&D right now, and he would be got very it. annoyed if I was talking while he was like, I rolled my D10 and I got a 12. <laughs> yep. That's a really low. Yeah. I don't know. A low roll. Oh, I ordered dice. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. I ordered it, like, from Kraken Dice. They're not exactly what I wanted, but they're, like, pretty close. Yes. Oh, and I ordered a $4 random set that may be oh, really right. ugly, but may not be. Oh, that sounds fun. Well. Okay. Bye. This is fun. Uh, oh. Oh wait. Uh, oh. Con- thanks for being alive. Yeah. High five for existing. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, orphans. Follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at perished underscore pp. And email us at parishparentpossy at gmail.com. High five for existing. Bye.